Coming at you from the Lone Star State, a pop culture podcast about movies, TV, toys, and other dorky things with a twist of real life dad stuff too. So here he is, Lucky the Dork Dad. This is the Dork Dad Podcast. What's going on, dorks? Lucky here with another episode of the Dork Dad Podcast. So we just had a super, super big weekend. I don't even know where to start on this one. Lots and lots of news from uh, D23. And the funny thing is, this is episode 23 for me. So it's like I was meant to talk about this stuff today. So I can't wait to dive into to that stuff. Um, let's see, not too much going on with dad stuff this week. Except uh, everybody's going back to school. Um, I'll try to dive into some dork dad questions. Um, talk about your guys' feedback. And then if I got time, maybe a little uh, what you're watching. So let's get started. Dork News. All right, let's start off with weekend box office numbers. We're just going to stick to the top three. Uh, so coming in number three is a brand new movie called Overcomer. And I have no idea what this movie is. So, yeah. But it made $8 million over the weekend. Uh, number two, Good Boys falling one spot from number one. Bringing in $11 million over the weekend. And the number one movie is Angel Has Fallen. This is that uh, Gerard Butler and Morgan Freeman about Gerard Butler, I guess he's Secret Service, and he got wrongfully accused of uh, attempting to assassinate Morgan Freeman, the president. Um, yeah, it's one of those movies. So if you like that kind of thing, go check it out. And those are the top three movies from the weekend. So before we hit the, the really big stuff, uh, we got some Netflix news. Christian Serratos, or Rosita, from The Walking Dead show on AMC, has been cast to be Selena in a new bio series about the Tejano superstar's life, which is to be called Selena the Series. How creative. Now, I've mentioned it before. Texans here love Selena, especially... Um, the huge Latin community we have here, you know, in San Antonio and South Texas. But to be honest, um, I'm not that interested in this show. I mean, we already have a movie, right? Everyone knows and loves and which really skyrocketed J-Lo's acting career, right? I just don't know how different this is going to be from the movie. You know, I may get backlash from this, but... I really want them to explore uh, the fact that her family were Jehovah Witness. I mean, I would really like to see if they showed how her family reacted at the time of Selena's tragic death. You know, even though the doctors did everything they could do to save her, it's been noted um, that her family was so upset with the doctors for giving her blood transfusions. You know, because of their religious belief. You know, me personally, I don't care what religion you are or what you believe in. Um, 
you know, we only got one shot at this life, and why waste time arguing about what is the right way to live it? But having said that, if you were put into a situation where it was a life or death moment, would you or could you uh, deny a loved one or yourself treatment that could save their life just because your religion says it's the wrong thing to do? I don't think so. I, I don't think I could do it. I mean, if the doctors could have really saved Selena and told her family she will be fine, but she needs more blood. She needs a blood transfusion. Would you really stand there and say, nope, don't do it. But sir, she's going to die if she doesn't get more blood. No, let her die. We can't do that. I mean, come on, really? I mean, it, it reminds me of a story I read about here recently. This couple, they have a four-year-old son with some type of leukemia, right? And they decided to stop chemotherapy because they want to try and use CBD oil and medical marijuana to treat their son. This is bananas to me. I mean, especially that the chemo, uh, the doctors are saying the chemo has a 90% success rate with the type of leukemia he has. I mean, this is it's bananas. Why would you do that? But that does lead me to another question. So the child was taken away from his parents and given to the grandparents um, and they resumed the, the treatment, the chemo. It's said that the parents could be charged with criminal child negligence. So even though I think this is crazy and stupid, right, by the parents, to stop chemo even though um, doctors know this will work um, do you do you think the parents should be charged I mean do you think they have a right to determine what treatment they want for their for their child and I don't even know how I got here I went way off tangent on that one but <laughs> I was talking about Selena Let's see, staying with Netflix, they also dropped the trailer for El Camino, a Breaking Bad movie. You know, I'm pretty pumped for this one, you know. Where is Jesse Pinkman? So in the trailer, they got a shot of this guy, right? He's like in an interrogation room, talking about how he doesn't know where he is. Even if he did, he wouldn't tell them. He goes on saying how Jesse was locked in a cage and forced to cook. And there's no way he would help them put Jesse back in the cage. You know, this this trailer gave me, gave me the chills. You know, even though Breaking Bad was about Walter White, Jesse Pinkman was definitely my favorite character of the show. So, definitely excited about this one. Glad it's going to be on Netflix. Can't wait for this one to come out. So speaking of trailers coming out, we've got a big one coming this week. I believe on Wednesday, right? Isn't that the 28th? So we were teased with six little snippets 
of the Joker, which all together reveal a trailer is coming out on 828. So I'm really, really excited. You know, I've only heard positive things about this movie. And people are already saying that Joaquin should be in the running for some awards on this one. So I just hope it's as dark and creepy as it looks. You know, I'll definitely be talking about the trailer next week. Faux show. Alright, so on the lighter side of the news... Simpson fans will have something to be excited about. So now that the longest primetime show in history falls under the Disney umbrella, Disney Plus subscribers will now have access to all 30 current seasons of the show. I believe we are in, or it's currently in season 31, which is crazy. So... If that is not enough, it was also hinted that there is a possible sequel to the Simpsons movie in the works and a possible spin-off show. So Simpson creators have gone on to say that the new boss has been very supportive and supports their creative interests in the long-loved animated family. So that is something definitely Definitely to look forward to. Okay, okay, I can't keep it together much longer. D23, let's get into it. Let's start with some of the Marvel news. Or you know what? Let's just let's just go with the newly announced lineup from the House of Mouse. So Maleficent, Mistress of Evil. This one is going to be an easy pass for me. I'll just wait till it comes out on Disney+. Plus. I don't know how successful the first movie was. I mean, I saw it. I mean, it was okay. You know, it was kind of a cool twist on the story. But I just can't stand Angelina Jolie anymore. But that's just me. So, the story just doesn't interest me at all so next you have frozen 2 you know my daughter is gonna be 14 by the time this movie comes out i really don't think she's gonna be into it so this is probably gonna be a pass for us also but i'm sure it's going to make all the money as they say i'm sure the theaters are gonna be filled with a sea of little girls all talking through the whole damn movie and someone getting up every damn five minutes to use the potty. I really feel for those uh, for those who have little girls. I am just hoping that there's not going to be another let it go movement with this film too. You know? Let's see, next we have some space battle movie. Um, which I think I'll talk about a little later. Um, then there's this movie called Onward with Spider-Man and Star-Lord, you know, Tom Holland and Chris Pratt. I think this is going to be a surprise hit. I don't think too many people know exactly what this movie is, except that it's a Disney Pixar film with a couple of big names attached. Well, 
it's Pixar, so you know what that means, right? Yep, it means I'm probably going to be crying at some point. So we got a trailer a little while back. It doesn't give us too much to go off of, but listen to the synopsis. Set in a suburban fantasy world, two teenage elf brothers, Ian and Barley Lightfoot, go on a journey to discover if there's still a little magic left out there in order to spend one last day with their father who died when they were too young to remember him. Damn it, come on, Pixar. You're not even hiding the fact that you're going to have us in tears on this one. And especially me being a dad and I have two boys. I'm going to be crying like a baby. But I love everything that Pixar does. So, yep, this one kind of gets me excited. Next in the lineup, we have Mulan. So, I'm probably not going to see this one either. Uh, no Eddie Murphy, no Mushu. That's a pass for me. Then we have the Black Widow movie. So, I'm torn on this one. I mean, it has Scarlett Johansson. And it's got Hopper from Stranger Things. But, to me, Black Widow is a boring character. Plus, what is this movie going to bring to the table? What is it going to bring to the MCU? Black Widow is dead in our universe. Um... The only thing I see this movie doing is probably going to set something up or someone up that is coming in the MCU. Either in the credit scene or in the movie itself. There has to be some kind of reference of a new baddie or character we haven't seen yet. Maybe the Eternals. Maybe that would... Um, make the most sense that it's, since it's going to be the next Marvel movie after Black Widow. If it doesn't set anything up, the movie seems like a waste. Let's see. After Black Widow, we have a movie called Artemis Fowl. It's another movie. I don't know what the hell it's about. I think um, this is going to be another one of those Wrinkle in Time movies. Something that looks cool but will probably flop. But um, this is the synopsis, you know. I'll let you be the judge. Okay, Artemis Fowl. A young Irish criminal mastermind kidnaps the fairy leprechaun officer Holly Short for ransom to fund the search for his missing father in order to restore the family fortune. So, yep, there it is. All right. After that, we have another Pixar movie coming out called Soul. Now, the only thing I know so far about this is that it has Jamie Foxx, um, Felicia Rashad, and Tina Fey. It's supposed to be set in kind of a retro uh, New York City scene, if you will. 
Fox is supposed to be playing an aspiring jazz pianist who supposedly falls down a manhole and has to do some soul searching, right? Hence the name of the movie. Um, and that's all I got, but it's Pixar, so I'm sure it's going to be a tearjerker too. Next after that, we have a movie called Jungle Cruise. And it's just what it sounds like. It's a movie based off a Disney ride. And how can we go to the jungle without The Rock? Because every other movie he makes is somewhat set in a jungle at some point. So The Rock and Emily Blunt are on a jungle cruise. And that's all I know. Alright, now for the big movie, or at least what I hope is going to be a big movie. Possibly the next big Marvel team, right? Um, until they give us Fantastic Four, the X-Men back. We have the Eternals. So, I know nothing, nothing about the characters or the comics on this one. So I can't really tell you much about that, but I can say this is going to be one of the most diverse group of people uh, they have casted for this movie. We have the Stark brothers, not Tony Stark, but we have Kit Harington who played Jon Snow in the Game of Thrones and Richard Madden who played Rob Stark in the Game of Thrones um, that are going to be in this movie. We have Angelina Jolie, which, whatever. We have Gemma Chan, who starred in Crazy Rich Asians. We got Salma Hayek. We got um, Kumali. That's the Indian guy from uh, Silicon Valley. We have a guy, Barry Kogan. Uh, I believe he's from the Dunkirk movie. We have Brian Tyree Henry. Um, we have a young Leah McHugh. Some of these people have, haven't been in too much. Um, there's an interesting choice. Um... But I love it. Uh, we have a Lauren Ridloff who plays Connie on The Walking Dead. Like I said, I don't know the characters. But Lauren is supposed to be playing a character named Makari. If I'm saying that right. Which in the comics is supposedly a white male. So I really like the twist on this because... Um, Lauren is not a white male. She's a black female and also deaf. So that should be interesting to see a deaf superhero. Um, and I saved my favorite casting for last. We have, I think I'm saying it right, Dong Siok Ma uh, will be in the flick. Now, you may not know his name, 
now at least, but I assure you, without knowing anything about this movie, I can guarantee you you're going to fall in love with this guy. If you haven't seen Train to Busan or Busan, I like saying Busan because it rhymes, Train to Busan. Um, you need to see that movie. It's it's still on Netflix. Um, uh, you got to see that movie and you'll know what I'm talking about. Yes, the movie is in Korean, but even reading the subtitles, this guy is great. So, yeah, again, I don't know anything about these characters, except they are a race of immortal beings who lived on the earth and shaped its history and civilizations. So, yeah, that's all. <laughs> so hopefully the MCU can continue the magic with these guys. So after the Eternals, Disney Animation Studio will come out with an Asian themed picture called Raya and the Last Dragon. Now this is a change in direction from what I'm from what I'm reading. So they have reportedly shelved another movie and replaced it with this one. They had been working on a retelling of Jack and the Beanstalk that was going to be called Gigantic, where a young hero befriends a female giant. Hmm, that might have been interesting. But now they are working on a dragon flick. I think they are just, they have to jump on the Asian train um, while it's still hot. I hate to say it like that, but, um, and I hate the way society is, but right now, Asian movies are trending, as they say. You know, we had Crazy Rich Asians come out, which was a, which was a pretty big hit, and now everybody wants to jump on the Asian train. And speaking of that, Marvel is definitely jumping on the Asian train with the next movie in line, which is Shang-Chi and, Shang and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Now, Shang-Chi is dubbed the Master of Kung Fu, but his master is also coming with some rumored news uh, as well. The character is supposedly, or at least being rumored, to be the MCU's first gay or bisexual hero. So we got that going on. Um, we're just going to have to see if the rumors are true. I think there's a similar rumor for the Eternals, so we got to wait and see. Let's see another first and the next movie. Uh, will be Doc Strange and in the Multiverse of Madness, which is said to be Marvel's first horror film. Now, that role was supposed to be taken by the now canned movie, uh, The New Mutants. Um, but Disney said that movie was unsalvageable and trashed the whole thing. Hopefully, it still gets leaked somewhere. I think I'd like to see it anyways. But Doc Strange, right? To me, this movie feels or seems like it's going to be another time travel movie. Maybe something goes wrong and he has to, you know, 
quantum leap like uh, Scott Bakula and try to fix everything that went wrong but um, at least that's my guess of what this movie is going to be about let's see after Doc we got Emma Stone in Cruella which um, they did release an image of her and her whole black and white getup um, with some Dalmatians on a leash you know I must say she looks ravishing uh, I don't know who else says ravishing except uh, the millionaire from Gilligan's Island if you guys even know who that is um let's see and closing it out uh, the lineup we have Queen Amidala uh, Natalie Portman in Thor Love and Thunder and then to close it out Black Panther 2 so a whole lot of stuff to look forward to over the next couple of years I'm excited for most of it I'm sure they'll probably sneak in a couple of more gems in there along the way uh, we'll just have to wait and see alright that was a whole lot of stuff to go over let's see um, I haven't even got to the good stuff yet uh, what I'm most excited for, right? Uh, forget the MCU. I want to see the Star Wars U, right? Um, first off, we know um, last week or the week before, we had a bunch of rumors about Ewan McGregor uh, reprising his role as Obi-Wan Kenobi in a movie and or series. And during the... D3 uh, Expo, it was confirmed. Um, he will be back um, portraying Obi-Wan, and I believe it looks like a series for Disney Plus, so I'm definitely excited for that. And to be honest, I'd really rather have a series um, than a movie. Uh, the more, the better, in my opinion. Um, so we got to start out with the trailer that dropped, right? For the Mandalorian. Oof. You got to be freaking kidding me with this trailer. Um, I want this show and I want it now. Right? November 12th cannot come soon enough. You know, speaking of that, how much do you want to bet that Disney Plus is going to crash on opening day? I mean, they better have their servers ready for a lot of traffic. But damn, this trailer was good. Um, and it really didn't even show us a whole lot. But what it did show us was freaking amazing. Um, just the overall look uh, and feel of it was just great. And we get to see a droid bounty hunter in action. Psh, awesome. Um, so... The question, can a Star Wars series survive without even seeing a lightsaber? I say, hell yeah, it can. And on that same note, lightsabers are pretty badass too. Especially a double switchblade lightsaber. So this weekend, we were getting talks and rumors about footage of Episode 9, Rise of Skywalker, that was shown at D23 
And everybody's claiming that Ray had a double red lightsaber like Darth Maul. And of course, the internet went crazy, as did I. I mean, your mind starts racing, right? You have all these questions. Is it real? Is it a vision? Did Ray turn? Where did she get the lightsaber? Where the hell is going on? You know, for those who were not at D23, like all of us, we had to wait until Monday um, where they're going to release this extra footage on Good Morning America. Um, so what we got uh, was awesome. You know, we still have questions, right? Uh, but when you see her uh, and a lightsaber open up, um, I think I wet myself a little bit, you know? As excited as I was for the clip, though, at the same time, I was a little concerned. They know, they they got to know, right? By showing us this little uh, clip of Ray with that lightsaber, they know, they absolutely know the internet's going to go crazy. And then it made me think, why are they doing this? Uh can't be real right is this really what happens to Ray uh, it can't be right there's no way they're gonna blow their load uh, on this reveal they're not gonna show us the movie especially how fans have reacted to the last Jedi if they blow their load now they're gonna be heavily criticized for revealing too much too soon and the more I think about it you know they had to show us something to get us excited for the movie. So they show us something shocking, right? Now I'm not doubting that this will be in the, in the movie. I mean, people will lose their freaking mind if we don't see this scene uh, on the big screen. You know, Star Wars might not survive a bait and switch like that. Um, but I, I think it's gonna be some sort of vision um, of what could be or maybe an alternate reality as much as I would like for it to happen uh, I don't see Ray turning in this movie or do they want us to think they're baiting us and it really is true see things like this just get your mind racing um, I don't even know what to expect anymore but there are some stuff that we do know for sure um, that was announced so let's see um, we do know that or it is said a thousand generations live in Ray so there's that um, we also now know that the desert planet that we see the team on is called Pasana and on the planet of Pasana there it is inhibited by creatures called Aki Aki um, my guess um, I would say new Ewoks you know um, I mean we don't know what they look like or what kind of role they're gonna play um, but to me just by the sound um, they sound pretty similar to an Ewok, uh, at least in my head. 
you know, JJ, um, JJ is going to give us some kind of homage to the original trilogy. So I think that's, that's what's going on on this planet. I think they're going to be allies to our heroes and people are going to fall in love with them. Um, there's going to be an epic space battle, at least the way it seems, unless it's another vision. You know, we get a shot of a whole number of different resistant uh, vehicles, right? We got uh, A-wings, B-wings, uh, X-wings, Y-wings, um, all, all appearing all of a sudden. And then we also get a shot of what looks like hundreds of star destroyers, right? Or supposedly the Emperor's uh, hidden fleet, as they say. Um, we get C-3PO. Um, they show him with red eyes. You know, what the fuck's going on there? Um, is it C-3PO or is it another droid? You know? Uh, we got, um, or another red note beside 3PO's eyes is, uh, Ray's saber. And also, she is shown training and appears to be wearing some sort of red sash on her arm. Now it's being speculated that this is some sort of training symbol similar to um, you know, colored belts in martial arts. But who's training her? Who's giving her these colored bands? Could it be Luke? Uh, some say she's being trained by multiple people. And I just realized that did not sound right. <laughs> um, it's rumored she's going to be trained by Luke uh, Obi-Wan possibly Yoda and the rumor is Qui-Gon also um, then we have one of the coolest shots of Rey and Kylo, Kylo battling on the remains of the Death Star um, what else do we know so we know the Emperor is going to be in the movie Right, um, we hear his voice, um, and we get his image, uh, sort of a ghostly image on the new poster. Right, a little fun fact about that is that they actually used a hot toy of the emperor for that shot. You know, how's that for some toy photography? Um, it's said that they, they did not want to use any footage from the film for this. So now people are speculating that the Emperor has some kind of deformity or will probably be or probably take on a different form altogether. Uh, maybe he's inside Ray and that's who we see. Uh, but who, who knows? Um, we have Carrie Russell's character, Zori Bliss. Um... Zori Bliss is rumored to have ties with Poe. Apparently they have a history. And it's said um, she's probably going to be the scoundrel with the heart of gold that joined the squad. Uh, Han Solo, if you will. You know, one thing I can say is that I am more excited for this movie than I, than I was for Infinity War or Endgame. So... Uh, Rich, you can mark me down for Team Star Wars. <laughs> um, you know, there are probably a hundred other announcements this weekend. 
but that's what I got. Alright, let's see. Let's move on to some dork stuff. Dork stuff. Alright, so last week I mentioned that I finished up the, the series The Boys on Amazon Prime. And I wanted to ask the question. If you had superpowers, would you be good or bad? And I think I already answered that. And that I don't know if I could be good. I mean, it's just too easy being bad. You have these powers. Who's going to stop you? Other supers? I mean, to me, it's an easy choice. Alright, let's see... Figs and Flicks says, Neither I will not identify as a hero or a villain, sir. See, we got uh, Chris from Invincible Comics and more. He says, To not answer your question, I would have to be an anti-hero. Sometimes the bad guy is too evil and powerful and would benefit from the judicial system, and that's not okay. Think the Punisher or Deadpool. Immediate justice. Yep. I would have to agree. Let's see. Dillenbach98. It says um, he'd be good, but with evil undertones. <laughs> Do the right thing, but by any means necessary. We got Big Pop 512. He just says bad. Right? And Alexa Kingston Kinson. Alexa Kinson 13. For real? God damn it, Alexa. Um, anyways, they say, let's be honest. Nobody with superpowers would be a full on good guy. So I think the overall consensus is that no one will be uh, totally good. Like I said, it's too easy to be bad or at least semi-bad, the anti-hero as some of you guys are saying. Let's see, moving on. I had posted up another question. Uh, This one just kind of for fun, saying, what is your favorite steak? Or what kind of meat do you like? Right? So this one came about because I've been working on this low-carb diet. You know, it's the latest craze right now. Um, the keto diet, if you guys have heard of that. I do have to say, though, uh, this diet, it definitely, definitely works. Um, it's just really hard to keep up with it. Uh, the last time I really hit it, hit the diet hard and really took it seriously, I lost like 40 pounds uh, within a couple of months. Um, plus, this diet is good for keeping the sugars down because carbs are sugars um, if you need to keep your sugars down. Um, but then I thought uh, after losing the 40 pounds, I was like, you know what? I'm good. Um uh, I'm good with that, and slowly it started creeping back, and now I'm here just trying to start over. So I love meat and veggies, um, 
with this diet, you can't just eat meat. You have to have your veggies. You have to have the fiber. Um, but uh, eating meat kind of gets old after a while. I, it's probably hard to believe, right? Um, how can you get tired of eating meat? But it does happen. Um, uh, the hard thing, too, is about this diet is no bread because I love bread. I love tortillas. Uh, I'll take anything and make it into a sandwich or a taco. Uh, you know, if we got no bread, you know, I'll, I'll get a piece of ham or a piece of bologna and put in a tortilla and, and I'll be good. <laughs> um, but, uh, talking about steaks, what kind of steaks do you guys like? I see Chris Rizzo on Facebook says... Thanks for the question. Uh, he's hungry now. Um, but he says his go-to is probably a 16-ounce or bigger ribeye cooked medium rare. Now, that's that's my steak. That's my go-to, too. I love me a good ribeye. Let's see. We got Adam the Urban Spidey says, There's nothing better than a nice filet medium rare with salt and pepper and garlic butter basted with thyme and served with a great mushroom pan sauce damn it now he's gonna make steak for dinner man that's real specific uh, that sounds pretty damn delicious um, we got that boy Mike 64 says a porterhouse medium rare or a chicken fried ribeye is close second I don't know if I've had a chicken fried steak uh, ribeye. Um, let's see. And my boy Strawberry Fuels Forever says a ribeye medium grilled asparagus on the side with a baked potato. That's definitely that's definitely my kind of plate minus the baked potato. Uh, potatoes are, are carbs. But hell yeah. Alright, I think that's going to do it for Drug Dad questions this time around. Uh, like I said, I'll be posting up some more stuff to get your guys' feedback and hopefully get some interesting conversations in. Let's see. I think I think that's going to close this one out uh, for this week. I'll get into some more uh, dad stuff next week. And I definitely have some stuff for um, what you're watching so shout outs uh, of course shout out to everybody that they took the time to uh to comment on the dork dad questions shout out to the rlu shout out to boys with their toys shout out to collecting weekly podcast shout out to comic book characters podcast shout out to all of you and remember if you want a shout out on the show just let me know i will be glad to do that so until next time i will see you later you've been listening to the dork dad podcast please remember to follow like subscribe and share with your friends until next time keep it dorky